0: Welcome to the Clovercrest Baptist Church podcast. For more information about Clovercrest Baptist Church, go to clovercrest.com.au. It's great to be with you today. Just a reminder, kids, if you want to follow on with um, our message today, skies down the front with some packs. So if you would like to come and grab one of those packs and take it back to your seats, that would be great as well. So feel free to do that. Last week, we started to look at the parables of Jesus. Parables are earthly stories with heavenly meaning. Jesus used parables about everyday life so that his disciples and others could understand and relate to them. Even though today we live in a changing world, the parables are timeless and talk to us of an unchanging God. Last week, Michelle shared with us the parable of the mustard seed. We looked at how God's kingdom starts small, keeps on growing, and we get to be a part of that and to share with others. Today, we're gonna be looking at the parable of the lost sheep. Have you ever lost something that you would stop at nothing to find? Something of worth or value to you? Maybe it could be an odd sock. One of my frustrations is a missing sock and not being able to find its match. Maybe it's a child's dummy or a blanket or that very special toy. I wonder if anyone's seen that fun clip where the daughter's sitting in the back of the car and mum and dad are driving, heading home from a camp and they say, the daughter says, Dad, I've lost my bunny. And the dad pulls over and he pulls everything out of the car, searches everywhere, can't find it. he says, it has to be here somewhere. He drives here, there, he even goes to an op shop where they try and find a look-alike replacement, but that was no go. They go back to the campsite, check in the creek, but they still can't find any dummy, any bunny. And then mum happens to put on her shoulder bag, and she looks inside, and guess what she finds? She finds the bunny. She throws, yeah, good catch, Dubs. She throws the bunny into the grass undergrowth for the dad to be able to find it. And the dad picks it up and says, yes, yes, I found it. I wonder if you can relate to this video clip. Have you ever had that moment where you felt the joy of finding something precious? This is just a fun example of a dad who would stop at nothing to find his daughter's bunny because it mattered to him because it mattered to her. Maybe it's your car keys or a house key. You can't drive the car or you can't get into your home without them. They are important and you'll stop at nothing to find them. We can get frustrated in the search, feel like giving up, yet they are essential. My kids know it's okay to lose a cheap drink bottle or lunchbox because they can be easily replaced. But boy, oh boy, if they come home and tell me they have lost or misplaced a blazer, a school jumper, or a sports jacket, they know they're not gonna have a very happy mum. And their job is to hunt that expensive item down. To track their steps from the, night, the day before, head to lost property, keep on going until you can bring me some good news. What is of value must be found. I want to read a story to you, a story called Cecil the Lost Sheep by Andrew McDonough. So if you're in the room or if you're online, I'd love you to follow along this story with me. What sort of animals does this man have? Rabbits? No, he doesn't have rabbits. Giraffes? Well, he might have giraffes, but they don't get a mention in this story. Sheep. Yes, he has sheep. One hundred sheep, including Cecil. One day, Cecil was daydreaming. Boring, boring, boring. All I do is hang around with sheep, eat grass wander down to the river for a bit of a drink and eat more grass, maybe I could run away. Maybe I could get a bike or join a band. Cecil looked right, Cecil looked left. He jumped over his rock and hid. From behind the rock, he snuck behind the tree and from behind the tree, he ran over the hills to the mountains, yes, the mountains. He reached the mountains and discovered they were high and steep. Cecil was not deterred. He began climbing higher and higher. It got steeper and steeper. He climbed and climbed until he couldn't climb up and he couldn't climb down. Cecil was stuck. He sat on the edge of the ledge and started thinking. I could shout for help. But what would happen if the shepherd finds me? He might whack me with a big stick, then grab me by the leg and drag me home and tie me to a tree without any dinner. Back home, the shepherd was counting his sheep. One Terry, two Kevin, three Bronwyn, four Lucinda, 96 Meredith, 97 the other Meredith, 98 Amira, 99 Emily. Um, one, two, three, four, ninety. Ninety-nine Cecil is missing. The shepherd ran to the rock and found the hoof prints leading behind the tree. He ran behind the tree and found hoof prints leading over the hills to the mountains. Yes, the mountains. The mountains were high and steep. The shepherd climbed higher and higher and it got steeper and steeper. When he thought he couldn't climb any further and wasn't sure if he could climb back down, he heard a noise. Bah! Do you want me to repeat that? I know. Bah! Not again. Cecil was saved. What did the shepherd do? Did he crack Cecil with his stick? No. Did he grab Cecil by the leg and drag him down the mountains? No. He was so glad he found his lost sheep that he put cecil on his shoulders carried him home and when they got home did sh- did the shepherd tie cecil to a tree without any dinner no instead they threw a huge party and everyone stayed up way past their bedtimes cecil the lost sheep had been found how much do you think the shepherd loved cecil If God is our shepherd and we are his sheep, how much do you think God loves us? What lengths will he go to to find us? Sheep are mentioned more than 500 times in the Bible, so the story of the lost sheep was very relevant to the people that Jesus spoke to. Shepherds and sheep were important in biblical times. Shepherds were trusted to look after, to care for, protect, and guide the sheep in their care. One of the most known shepherds in the Bible is David. God saw David's faith and chose him to become the king of his people. We read in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14, "...the Lord had sought a man after his own heart." In today's parable, we read of a time when a large crowd of people surrounded Jesus and he told them a story. People came to hear him because he spoke different words to what they had heard before. He acted in different ways to what they had seen before. He welcomed the sick, the lost, the outcast, the lonely, the sinner. They were intrigued by this man who saw them for who they were and took a sincere interest in their lives. They listened carefully. His stories held a truth, a hope, and a love they wanted to hear. Amongst the crowd were the Pharisees, the righteous ones, the keepers of the law, the rule, who set themselves apart From the people, but they were unable to see that they too were sinners. Let's read God's word. Let's read Luke chapter fifteen, verses one to seven. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you have a 100 sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbours together and says, rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over the sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. The word lost in this parable means the same as perish. A lost sheep was in danger, heading for destruction, because it left the safety of the shepherd flock. We can all go astray. We can all make wrong choices, feel anger or hurt, feel overwhelmed by issues. We can feel guilt when stuck in a repeated temptation and we can lose sight of God. Without Jesus our shepherd, we too are at risk of, get, of getting lost. I had a season in my life when I was lost. I was in a wilderness I was in peril and in danger of losing my way. I was lost and I chose not to listen. But it was the unconditional love and deep concern of a trusted few who stood by me, who never gave up on me, who spoke lovingly words that were hard to hear but turned me back to God. I remember my brother encouraging me to head back to church. And it was there that God lovingly spoke to me. That day I heard a sermon of how our lives can be like a house. That God wants to be a part of every room. He wants us to open every door, even the doors that we wanna remain closed. How often when we might have friends over and we close that messy room from others, people's views, as we don't want them to see the state it's in or that junk drawer that we keep shut and don't want to open it for the fear of things falling out or seeing the mess inside. It's too overwhelming to clean up. But our loving God doesn't want us to hide anything from him. He's all-knowing and meets us in our mess. Without God, we are lost We need to repent, to do a U-turn and turn back to him. When we go astray, God finds us. We are held in his grace, his mercy and love. Just like the shepherd, he will go to all lengths to bring us home. We cannot be like the Pharisees and rest in our own righteousness. It is only Jesus, our shepherd, who saves us. God doesn't want any of his children to perish. He sent his own son that we may not pre- perish to show the kingdom of God is accessible for all. And God stopped at nothing to save us. We read in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus, our shepherd, searches us. Every person is of value. No one is invisible to God. I wonder if you've ever felt invisible to God, that you're not good enough, that you have prayed and heard no answers, or that you feel like you are beyond saving? Well, this parable shows us that God not only cares about us, he searches us, he carries us, and he walks with us. God's heart is for the lost. We have value. God cares, and we belong to him. He speaks life and hope, and he asks us to reflect his love to others. This parable highlights the joy that God feels and wants us to feel when the lost is found. There is rejoicing in heaven when a life turns back to God. Scripture tells us in other parables of the importance of the lost in the lost coin and the lost son. Jesus told these parables to reveal the depth of God's love for each person. That the one matters, that you matter. We can never truly grasp the enormity of God's love, of his grace and mercy, that God could send his own son, that we could be found. It is common to doubt our value or our significance. A, Christ, a Christian author, Gwen Smith, says, you are not forgotten by God. Even David writes in the Psalm, in Psalm 144, verse three: "O oh Lord, what are human beings that you care for them? Mere mortals that you may think of them. We can think and feel like this. We know our own failings, our own weaknesses, our insecurities, our doubts and our fears. But Jesus says in Luke chapter 12, verse six to seven, are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid, you are worth more than sparrows. I wonder why Jesus says, don't be afraid. I wonder if it's because he knows us. We can be afraid that our lives are insignificant, of little worth, but in God's eyes, we are of great value. God doesn't love you or me any more or less of what we can or cannot do, or because of how good or bad we are. We are loved because we are His. The parable of the lost sheep shows God will stop at nothing. To find us. We have value, he cares, and we belong to him. Let us sit amongst the crowd and hear the words of Jesus. Let us ask ourselves: who am I? Who are you in this parable? Are you one of the crowds eager to hear Jesus' word? Or sometimes a Pharisee who may know more than some but believe they're better than others. Or maybe you are a sheep, feeling lost, alone in the dark and needing rescuing. Or maybe you are that neighbour, a trusted friend, who stands by, who guides and rejoices when the lost is found. As I read the scripture again, imagine you are there with Jesus and ask yourself, who am I? in this parable. Luke chapter 15, 1 to 7. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable, suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbours together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over the sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Jesus meets us here where we are at. He is in our midst and loves us unconditionally. I want to take some time to hear um, some words of a song. It's a song that's called Come As You Are. And some of the lyrics say this, There's no need for any hiding. In the Father's house, you're met with open arms. He gives grace without condition, as you are, with nothing else, just come. Let's sit and let the words of this song minister to us.
1: If you're lonely longing for someone to hear you If your burdens feel like more than you can bear If you're searching for a place to just be honest Come just as you are If you're tired of just hoping for an answer If you're wishing you could let your God come down If you feel like you can't hold it all together Come just as you are There's no need hiding In the Father's house you met with open arms And He gives grace without condition As you are when nothing else just comes There is space place for those who never felt at home where you don't have to wonder if you're wanted come just out. jesus come to jesus They safety here to wrestle with your questions. Come just as you are. Do you
0: feel of no value or worth? Do you feel like you are hiding and carrying a heavy load? Do you need to be reminded that you are found? by God? Are you aware of the joy of God when we turn to Him? Do you need the assurance that Jesus welcomes you as you are? Let us come as we are in prayer to God. Let the words of King David, the shepherd boy who became a king, be our prayer today. Let's pray as I read Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me behind beside quiet waters, He restores my soul. He guides me along the right path for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all of my days.